Hello there, it's the start of another week. You're watching The Polls of the Joy News Channel. Get to work to secure victory 2024. The charge from Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Balmia as he resumes official uh, state duties after making history, having been elected as the first flag bearer of Northern descent to lead the governing New Patriotic Party. This afternoon, we have more from the seat of government as uh, the Vice President is receiving an honor. Uh, from presidential staffers, as you see, have more from the seat of government as uh, the vice president is receiving an honor uh, from presidential staffers, as you see. Claims and claims costs, increased fraudulent claims, and underinsurance. He's going into the 2024 general elections. It's coming up shortly and uh, five days after the health minister ordered the immediate real we speak. We are a source of water polluted by illegal mining. We have the latest for you as we look ahead to the latest in the series of our hotline documentary, Poison for Gold. It's coming up here on the polls. Uh, these and more we have for you. We're uh, on DSTV Channel 421, GoTV Channel 125, we're on YouTube, Facebook, and at myjoyonline.com. I'm blessed to join you. She's fearless, independent, and credible. We'll bring you details of our stories, starting with the Vice President shortly. Please stay. This uh, election headquarters brought to you by Petrosol and the New Force. This afternoon, Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Obamia is reporting uh, to the Jubilee House for the very first time after assuming his new role as the leader of the governing New Patriotic Party. Uh, this, uh, we know that the second gentleman of the land uh, was uh, taken by surprise when presidential staffers and appointees at the office of the president, as you see on the screens there, decided to honor the vice president uh, with a guard of honor and the presentation of a bouquet of flowers on his election as the flag bearer of the governing New Patriotic Party. We'll be telling you uh, more shortly uh, and also telling you more about uh, what political watchers are describing as a historic uh, feat for the governing New Patriotic Party, uh, looking at uh, what the vice president did over the weekend. Uh, Dr. Mahmoud Obamia becomes now the first Muslim and Nordner, uh, to lead the governing New Patriotic Party since its inception. And there you have, of course, the vice president stepping out and being received by the presidential household uh, in your shots there. Uh, it's simply because of the exercise that happened over the weekend, uh, which many of them are elated about. But my colleague Samuel Mbura has been looking at the entire exercise over the weekend and now comes through with this report. Dr. Mahmoud Baumia is son of Alaji Mumuni Baumia, a key figure alongside S.D. Dumbo and other influential northern politicians who together contributed to the formation of the NPP, establishing the Dankwa Buzia Dumbo tradition. While Dankwa and Buzia have previously led the NPP, Dr. Baumia's ascent now represents the Dumbos, symbolizing the northern presence in the party after becoming the first northerner to lead the MPP. When the NDC goes to Volta region, they say to them, the MPP is an Akan party. Don't vote for them. Isn't that what they say? 
when they come to the north, they come here and they tell us MPP is a Kambonga party. Don't vote for them. Isn't that what they say? Baumia, an accomplished economist, held various professional positions before entering into active partisan politics. But what prompted the choice of Dr. Mahmoud Baumia as candidate Akufado's running mate? I wanted somebody from the north to partner me for the elections and then for the governance. He's also a very clever man and I needed his brains to help me govern the country effectively. And he's an honest person. He speaks honestly to you. He's not one of those people who have to guess what they're trying to say. He will say what he has to say very directly and I like that. Prominent NPP members, including Council of State member Edris Tanley Blanson and Ama Buzia, the sister of Ghana's first Prime Minister, K.A. Buzia, support the president's stance on Dr. Baumia. I have worked with him for a while. And I can tell you, if there is a guy little, and I said, look, the people call me that I should put my neck there. I would, I would tell them that if it is for Bahumia, I would do it. Not because he calls me mommy that flatters me, but all the qualities because of my brother, I have a little bit of experience in politics. And all the qualities I look in a, position, uh, a politician for, to me... He Dr. Mahmoud Bahumia shares his vision for transforming the economy and calls for support from the MPP's rank and file. I have my own vision and my own priorities. Given the opportunity by you, the people of Ghana, to lead, I shall govern as my own man with guidance from God Almighty. My vision is to build an inclusive, food self-sufficient, data-driven and systems-based nation that will fully participate in the global digital revolution to resolve our problems and also to usher in a golden age of benefits from our natural resources. I want to lead a nation that improves and unleashes the talents of our youth and offers good jobs with good pay and sustainable growth with macroeconomic discipline. Meanwhile, President Akufado acknowledges that the 2024 general elections will be a challenging one. He is therefore charging party supporters to campaign vigorously for victory. Ghana cannot afford the return of the NDC, especially under the leadership of John Dramani Mahama. So, let's all pull together. We have to go and campaign hard, and easy. Election by easy, The stage is now set for a fierce contest between the MPPs, Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, and the NDC's John Dramani Mahama in the lead-up to the 2024 general election.
it remains to be seen what will inform their ultimate choice in the worthy running mate for the crucial race ahead. Samuel Mbura, Joy News. Uh, and there's absolutely no doubt that uh, the citizenry are actually uh, brandishing their cards waiting for the 2024 elections. Well, it was all joy today at the seat of government as uh, presidential staffers and appointees at the office of the vice president uh, decided to honor uh, the vice president with the guard of honor and also uh, the presentation of a bouquet of flowers, just uh, celebrating the victory uh, of the vice president. Well, the vice president has been addressing um, the uh, gathering there, telling them to get back to work for victory. 2024. One man who's been uh, monitoring all of that for us, Latif Idris, was there when it all happened. Uh, Latif, thanks for joining us. Uh, so just describe what we've seen uh, in the last few minutes with the vice president arriving at the uh, Jubilee House and, and being received uh, by presidential staffers. There you go on your screens right now. Uh, tell us what's happening there. Uh, so what, what you're seeing right now was the moment the vice president arrived at the Jubilee House. Um, as, as it happens on daily basis for the schedule of the vice president, he gets up early in the morning and then gets to work. So today was no different. He moved straight to the Mensvik Hotel where he spoke at a workshop. It's a three-day workshop that started today on coastal communities. And the vice president was there to speak. He made public his plans for the coastal communities if he get to be elected as president in the 24 elections. Uh, he said that uh, the issues about coastal communities and climate change will feature prominently in his manifesto going forward. So from there, he moved straight and paid a visit to the former president, John Adekunku, for that was supposed to be a private visit. And then right from there, he moved straight to his office. Now, this was a surprise package. He had no idea what the staffers had planned for him. So when he got there, he spent about a minute or two in his, in his vehicle because I want to speculate that he was surprised and was getting a bit emotional. So he needed to process that. So he sat in his car for like two minutes. That is unusual of the vice president. Uh, once the motorcade arrives, he gets up almost immediately and then gets away. But this time around, he, was, he spent about two minutes uh, trying to process this whole special package. Uh, uh, and Latif, if, if you could just give us a sense of some of the individuals we're seeing in the shots there. Um, are they all staffers? Do we have some uh, ministers also joining this? They are all staffers. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the executive secretary of the office of the vice president, Augustine Blay. Uh, we had his chief of staff. Uh, we had the director of the office of the vice president of penance. Uh, we had his security details. I mean, Every single person in the office of the vice president was was present. We didn't have any ministers or deputy ministers present. Uh, the team, his campaign team, the leadership of his campaign team were all present. And this was supposed to be a celebration for the recently held uh, presidential primaries for the governing New Patriotic Party where he emerged victorious. So it was about the campaign team and also the immediate staffers at his office. Uh, any reason for, for this surprise? Because ideally, one, one would say, um, you know, you're to get to work. Uh, this is the seat of government. Why are they equally uh, happy about the victory of the vice president? Well, I mean, that is a question for the gods. We, maybe we have to get them to answer this, I mean, this particular question. But 
I mean, they share in his joy. This is a momentous occasion for the vice president. I mean, imagine as the first person from northern Ghana to to be on the ticket of the new patriotic party is 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 huge. I mean, so they are sharing in his joy, and you cannot fold them. Okay, and I see uh, the vice right president there. there. And just uh, to point out, I see the vice president there in your shorts. I'm also um, exchanging pleasantries. Beyond that as well, any word from the vice president uh, resuming you know, duties today? Yeah, so after shaking, you see, there are about over more than 100, I mean, staffers. He managed to shake every single hand. And just after that, he managed to say a few words. And what he said was that just celebrate today and from tomorrow, make sure you get back to work because the main task is to win the 2024 general elections. And that is what we should be working towards. And so today you are spared, you can celebrate, but he expects that going forward from tomorrow, every single one of them will get back to work. We can take a listen to the vice president. in this journey to become flag bearer and presidential candidate of the great new patriotic party. You've worked very hard. I know sometimes I've been a hard taskmaster, but I think it's all worth it. And I want to thank you. But this is only stage one. So after you celebrate this afternoon, you start work again. And then we move forward because there's a lot of work ahead. But I cannot thank you enough. You've been the best staff I could have ever wished for. God bless you, and God bless the new patriotic party, and God bless Ghana. God bless you. Bye-bye. So now the vice president will be presented with a bouquet. He'll be presented with a bouquet of flowers here by the staff. On behalf of all your staff and all your loved ones, we present to you this beautiful bouquet of flowers to celebrate your victory. Well, uh, excerpts of what transpired today at the uh, seat of government, the vice president there being celebrated by uh, the presidential um, staffers, obviously, for uh, turning out to be the leader now of the governing New Patriotic Party. Uh, but the party is heading into a very crucial general elections in uh, 2024, and as the president admits, it will not be easy. Uh, so what's the strategy of the governing New Patriotic Party going into the next elections, uh, knowing so well uh, that there are some questions which remain uh, yet to be answered. Uh, so let's get some answers, attempt them at least. Uh, Haruna Mohammed is Deputy National uh, General Secretary of the New Patriotic Party. He's joining us in studio now uh, after a very long weekend, I must say. And, uh, of course, it takes a lot of hard work to show up in the studio at this time. But congratulations, of course, uh, on having a very peaceful exercise as uh, it is being described by you know, every political watcher uh, looking at the NPP's, uh, you, you know, presidential primaries. Did, did you expect it to turn out this way, looking at the level of 
um, rancor, as some would describe it, and also anxiety greeting the process leading to your presidential primaries. It rather turned out to be very peaceful. Um, thank you very much. Bless. And uh, first and foremost, I would like to say a good afternoon to your cherished viewers out there and the management of uh, Joy. Uh, you have been very supportive and uh, helping us to be able to project uh, the happenings and what the election entail, uh, asking the right questions uh, to be able to make sure that the general public get to know what the processes are and to make sure that uh, the, the, the true fairness of the process uh, uh, encourages engagement mm -hmm. and understanding so that uh, it will have cohesiveness right. in terms of how it is done. Um, you asked a very big question whether I was expecting that. Yes, sure, because considering what we put into the elections, I think that we were very expectant of uh, what happened on Saturday, and the entire party is very much elated. And I take this opportunity to thank the national leadership of the party for the first time that in such a national election is going to take place uh, for us to see the national chairman, the general secretary, all the vice chairmen, uh, look at national organizer, the deputies, uh, the youth organizer, women organizer. Everybody stay true to the fact that we need to unite the party and nobody went ahead to go and support one candidate or the other. Mm -hmm. And this is something that uh, this current leadership has, has shown. It's very unique in terms of how organization is being done. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the, the elections committee, right. mm -hmm. uh, that is supervised by right reverend, right honorable, Professor Michael Quay, yes. I think that he has distinguished himself. He has shown that he is a diplomat. He has shown that he has been a history professor for not for not for 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 for, for a very good reasons, and he has been a law professor too for very good reasons. And I think that all the members of the elections committee need to be commended. I think that the national council at the appropriate time will look into their their work and see how uh, they should be rewarded. I think they should be rewarded for this particular excellent job done. Uh, and, and, and what was instructive was that some of the candidates themselves, uh, they, they've conceded that this was uh, a transparent process. The likes of uh, Kennedy Japan, who's coming up as first runner-up in the um, election, um, you know, he had concerns going into the elections. Uh, we've seen some other candidates, uh, the likes of Alan Kujutram, I think, who's now out of the NPP, say that the process wasn't fair. Uh, but that same concern was raised by Kennedy Japong. But uh, on the night of the declaration, uh, he indicated that the process was free and, and fair. Um, do, do you see that as a tacit endorsement of you know, the kind of hard work or the kind of work you, the leading figures of the NPP, had put in place to ensure that this process will be transparent? Uh, bless. This tells you how processes in the New Patriotic Party works. Uh, if you look at the constitution of the party, clearly it demonstrates that everybody has the right within the remit of the party's constitution to complain and to petition, to lodge it at the appropriate headquarters of the party. Uh, after the, the 26th August uh, elections, we had a number of things uh, many other party people reported, petitioned uh, the party. Uh, matters were referred to a constitutional body of the party in line with grievances uh, uh, procedures. And matters were being looked at, assurances were given them, uh, platforms were being created for, for people, uh, these aspirants, very respected members of our party. Right. And every little engagement, every information that 
people, delegates, party members, media needs we provide just to ensure that transparency will be the order of the day. You can see from the way Kennedy mentioned it, had to recommend and say that the election truly was, was free and fair. Nobody can coerce Kennedy to say what he said. And I think that he said it from the bottom of his heart. And I think that I, 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 I truly respect that man for that show of statemanship, that show of patriotism on that particular day. Uh, we'll see um, about the issues relating to party unity post the presidential primaries. Uh, Sam are describing, of course, the handshake and, of course, uh, that uh, joint fellowship declaration that we've seen amongst all the four countries <laughs> as artificial. That's the description of Sam. We'll get into the details about that. Uh, but some, uh, you know, uh, shortfalls about the democratic exercise that we've seen, the aspect about uh, allegations on vote buying or, you know, influence peddling or whichever way you want to describe it, uh, just to, you know, try and convince the delegates or, or influence them with, with cash, with money um, to, to decide and to vote for, you know, whichever candidates they would want to vote for. We've seen all camps of your presidential aspirants confirm that indeed they gave at least 300 Ghana cities to delegates to vote. Why is the NPP, you know, a party that prides itself as, as you know, having lawyers and uh, a party that believes in rule of law, giving money to delegates to influence their votes? I can't remember hearing any of the aspirants say that they've given money to the delegates to influence them. What I heard from them is that they are supporting them with transport. You saw that the party, the National Party, gave transportation to each of the delegates that came to vote. And... The aspirant, what I heard them say, was to support them. Perhaps what we have given them is not enough. We gave 50 cities as transport. Okay, so this yes. is from the political party. Yes, the, the party yes. yes, as transport. You gave 50 cities yes. for transport. as transport. Tran so, 50 cities is not enough? Uh, maybe that is, that is, they also want to support them with transport, and that's what they said. None of them said that they have given money to influence them. And I think that this particular election, the results that you are seeing, tells you that nobody has influenced anybody in this particular election. No, but if I pay you, you'd vote for me. It's not That's a without saying, isn't it? It's not a pay. They said they supported them. If you them. give me 300 cities, I'll give you 400. Do you know, you do know. You know that, that there's a saying that too much meat doesn't spoil the soup? Oh, I see. Yeah, so, so the meat is for the vote? Uh, so if, if <laughs> too much meat is not for the vote. It's no, transport. But, but, no, but, they are giving but, them transport. Yeah, but, but and this you, happened. John Mahama gave. And no, even in the NDC, you get 50 Ghana cities, isn't it? No. Compare the calculation, you do that all across the <laughs> and country. Even in their conference, we saw money flying. Fly, money was flying with so many wings. I see. And <laughs> you're a, doing so. In a jura? You, you, you didn't like we it. Never flown, you're, you're, we never flown any money. But you're giving 300 Ghana cities. I have not seen it. I only heard you saying, and I heard other people, but I have not seen anybody giving 300 cities out. I only heard that mm -hmm. they have given some money to support transportation. Harun, are you a delegate of the party? A delegate, of course. Oh, I see. So you should be smiling home with at least a, a thousand or more, a unfortunately, or more unfortunately, Ghana cities because you, you, you accepted the transport. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. unfortunately, mm -hmm. during the superdelegate conference, I, I never met any of the presidential candidates. Oh, really? I, ne I did not meet any of them mm. before going for voting. I was on national assignment. Okay, so you are an exception. That yeah. we've seen. So but, even, but there are videos. Even, that, that even we, in this right. election, yeah. I did not meet any presidential mm -hmm. candidates. Mm -hmm. I did not meet any presidential candidates.
Really? Okay, so here's what we'll do. Let's, let's listen to some of the delegates complain, even some of them complain about how they've not received the 300 cities that, that was allocated to them. You, let's, let's take some of the accounts and we'll have Aruna respond to some of these concerns. Oh, yeah, delegate will be a hunter. Yeah, we were new Adenta, new Adenta, new Adenta, honorable Kensikano. Nipa me and Sir Akuchiska Nina, eh, Nipa seventeen or album. Nipa me and Sir, I have one police station chairman, a friend of the year. Oh no, I provided a move six thousand about the four year on Popon Topano for the six thousand about. I put the poor, a movie now at the same police station, and also the seven thousand as movie Amanabia. Then one year former deputy coordinator, and also Negre, a beer coordinator, and also the Abba, a car Rollins, yes, about the Rollins, or not the optimal side, and also this kind of journey. You until the past seventeen, you know, Nipa train, or much is getting in a. I am one city up till now. I have over two o'clock. No, 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 Okay. So that's the account of Charles. Uh, he's, you know, uh, one of the branch leadership members of the NPP, confirming on tape. And for those of you who might not really understand what he's saying, uh, he's just first of all confirming that indeed the, the aspirants are giving out cash. Um, Kennedy Japan's cash did not reach, reach uh, all of the delegates simply because the coordinator had, uh, you know, parted away with a, with, with, with a, a, a large sum of, of, of amount. Uh, then we also know uh, that he's talking about the vice president who allegedly his campaign team has given out 400 Ghana cities. Um, and yet, Kennedy Japan's cash did not get to them because the coordinator was unwilling to do so. This is from a delegate. It's not as though we're making up these stories. You're not making them uh, up. Okay. Um, but it's reality. Yeah, but you see, there are always two sides to a report. One is the person saying it. Mm -hmm. And two, myself and you, because in, in the ethics of journalism, when an allegation is yeah. being made mm -hmm. or somebody says something, uh, our duty is to verify. As I sit here, uh, we finished the elections on the... Uh, fought. We have not received any written report per the procedures of the party. And I can't verify exactly what he's saying now. I am hearing it. 
And this is something that I would also have to ask several so other questions. expecting party members to officially write to you before yeah, you... If they are very offensive. But the point is that I am saying but that... But money can't pers- be offensive. Personally, I can't verify yeah. what he's saying currently. Yeah. I can't verify that. Do you get the point? Yeah. I have to verify. And that's why I'm saying mm-hmm. in your work mm-hmm. as media, yeah. when they say it's raining outside, mm-hmm. you don't amplify it. What you do is to open the window. Okay, let me tell you about check. someone who was in the rain. Someone who was in the rain, Samir Uku. We know him as a face for the mm-hmm. Bahamia campaign. Mm-hmm. He was on the pro last night, yeah. confirming that indeed cash was given to delegates, except to say that his justification is that these delegates are coming from all you know, long distances and that they were trying to support in terms of transport. But that's the explanation and excuse you're also and, giving. Yeah, and, and I think it's not different from but, but what I'm saying. What is it when the party gives out? 50 Ghana cities for transport. Mm. Why would you allow other aspirants to also give out cash? We allow. Because we but have not written to any aspirant to give out money. Mm. And if the aspirants so think that they want to support the delegate or the people or the party people, but probably they might have even given money to people who are not delegates to assist in some kind of operational work and assist in terms of uh, how the, the conduct of election goes. Mm. And that's what I'm telling you. If you go to buy food and buy one meat and somebody come and give you three meat in addition, do you say that because I have been giving money to buy one meat, I should stay to the one meat? No. They are, if they have to support them with transport, but if any of them, if Samuel, Samuel Oko had said that they have given money to bribe, to change, or to influence their conscience in terms of the voting, then the party would have taken well, Already, uh, the feeling of some of your leading figures, uh, we've heard from Dr. Mwakoban, for instance, uh, who's out there indicating that the kind of vote buying that we've seen is something he's willing to take on. And he's even threatening legal action to annul the outcome of the elections. What do you have to say to party members who feel that the quality and the integrity of the process was marred because of this kind of monies that the aspirants were I don't making. think that the elections, the process was marred. There was no vote buying? No, there was no vote, vote buying at all. There was no vote buying. And I think that uh, Professor Amakuba is, is, is free to, you know, <laughs> one, of the, one, one of our building principles is the, is the rule of law. And uh, Professor Amakuba can go to court if he so thinks that there is something wrong. I think that it's it's always good for us to test the constitution Mm -hmm. and to test the legal process. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado. Para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. In terms of how this thing is being done, we have heard a number of times how vote buying is eating into our political landscape. But however, we have not taken the opportunity to test it. And I, I will challenge him to test that legal process mm. for us to see how. Uh, and you're not concerned as, uh, you know, the leadership of the NPP that the kind of quality of leadership that you want, you might not find it as a result of, you know, uh, this kind of um, high stakes when it comes to money trooping in and creeping into your process of selecting a new leader. I don't know which quality you're talking about. Okay, let's look out of the election. Somebody has been elected. Mm. The giving out of the money as alleged for transport has not taken away any quality from the one that has been elected. Talk about competence. Dr. Baumia, that has not taken away from him. He's incorruptible. 
that has not been taken away from him. He's intelligent, that has not been taken away from him. He is very innovative, that has not been taken from him. There is no single quality that is relative to the elected flag bearer of our party that it is taken away from. And I think that, that call, those qualities are intact. And the MPP has always been the beacon of democracy. Mm. And that is what we look at for. Look at we set the pace. Look at 277 centers, 331 voting booths. We went into that election, we came out, and it is very peaceful. We all know who Kennedy is. And for him to admit, not in private, but publicly, it tells you that even in Africa, the MPP need to be consulted when it comes to the organization of peaceful elections. Uh, your party in, in power, you're in government, you agree. What would you say to Ghanaians who say you're abusing incumbency? You, you're perhaps leveraging on state resources to give as much as 400 Ghana cities to delegate simply to exercise their franchise. It's I disagree with the point that money uh, has been given to people to exercise their franchise. I disagree. The people who were stakeholders in the elections, you just mentioned one, that they said they were giving them transport. Which I can give you any amount of money for transport. It is not defined. If you give me 200 Ghana cities for transport, I ask myself, if I'm going to the north, what will I use it to? If I want to enter a flight, how much money will I need? So the, the, the amount of transport that I'm giving will define the, 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 the comfort I will want to give to myself in terms of transportation. See. So if they give them transportation and... Uh, and they clearly define what they have given them, and we still want to mistake, mistakenly consider it as as vote buying. Then on, I am very, I'm, I'm, I'm very on much. What, on what basis did the NPP, as a party, arrive at the amount fifty Ghana cities as that ideal, you know, equilibrium for funds that you dis- disperse for each and every delegate for transport? What, what informed that decision? Bless you know, in budgeting, too, you know, strength, strength count. I, I appreciate that. Yes, yeah, so if strength actually counts, you also look at your strength and then look at what you can so, provide. So your strength as a political party was 50 At that particular each. point in time, that was what we could provide. What, what were you targeting as the ideal amount? There's no ideal, it's what you have. If you go targeting something you don't have, that is why you get deficit. Mm. So you target what you can do, and that is exactly what we did. That was what we were having at hand. And we did explain to them. The people did understand why we did so, and that is why you have not heard any complaint from the, 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 the delegates of the party with regards to what we have given at that particular point in time. And that tells you that if we were to abuse incumbency, then the party would have been given much more money than what we did. But we clearly so did what, not what abuse do you incumbency. Say to the likes of Charles who've seen in this video saying that people have, you know, absconded with the money. I, I am very much constrained. <laughs> you don't uh, want to comment on that. No, no, no. I'm just, <laughs> but I'm it very, happens. You are no, no, an I'm, 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 politician. I'm, you know I'm, what he's talking I'm, about. I'm very right? much constrained mm-hmm. to talk about something that I have not taken the opportunity to clearly yeah, establish. But you are the one encouraging it. You say it's fine. It's fine for the aspirants to support in terms yes. of transport. That's, now, if someone takes your transport money away from you, they would have denied quite a, a large number of your delegates from voting, isn't it? Um... Because I can't verify that, mm. because this is clearly an allegation. You doubt your own party members? Not doubting my own party member. He has made an allegation against somebody. The person is not there. Myself listening to it did not have the opportunity to verify. I did not also get the opportunity to interrogate him, to get clearly the facts. Mm. But I'm just listening to him 
on a national television. Right. That is his side. Mm. But if I were to be closer to him, I would have asked the right questions, as you are doing to me. So, so uh, j- and just uh, by way of uh, you know, being curious about this, what's the next line? Are you opening your doors as leadership of the party to receive complaints after this exercise? Is that something you're willing to sure. do? Sure, yes. Including these, um, these kind of complaints? Our doors are open with regards to any complaint, not only at the headquarters of the party, but at the very constituencies where these activities are taking place. Mm. Anybody that feels that there is something that went on and he's not happy with that can't lodge a complaint. Mm. And we have complaint procedures in our party. If you go to read Article 4 of our party's constitution, discipline and and grievances procedure, if it is happening at the constituency level or it's happening at the polling station level, you have to petition or report to the uh, poll, uh, to the to the constituency executive committee, disciplinary committee. Mm-hmm. If it has happened to an uh, non-elected appointed member of the constituency executive committee, you you write or petition to the constituency disciplinary committee. If it is about a constituency elected officer, you petition to the regional uh, 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 disciplinary committee. If it is about a, a, a regional elected officer, you petition to the national. If it is about appointed regional executive officer, you petition the regional disciplinary committee. And these are the disciplinary procedures in our party that we encourage everybody, everybody, if you are a young person, if you are a, a woman, if you are a man, if you are old, if you are whichever position, if you don't hold any position in the party, it is you, I, him, her, that we can come together to be able to build this party okay. based on uh, the, 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 the I'm structure sure that, that your, your grassroots will definitely uh, come after you, asking you for <laughs> for you to allocate where the monies are right now. Uh, since you, 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 you say... Which you monies? <laughs> Since you say you have to verify what the, what the cash is. No, no, no. I, said, I, just, I, I could not get the opportunity to verify from well, the one talking. Yeah, they'll come. They'll come. Don't worry. They'll come. To, they'll be in your office very soon <laughs> asking for where the money is. But let's talk about the next chapter, of, of course, because uh, now you have a leader for the party, Dr. Mahmoud Obama, who um, you've all acclaimed, the, the, the president, um, you know, the chairperson of the party, the secretary. You share that vision, too, I believe. But the outcome of the election is what the opposition party is already questioning, that you have for the very first time a uh, presidential candidate winning with such uh, an abysmal margin as as it's been uh, described. Uh, uh, What's your take, first of all, in terms of the margin of victory for Dr. Mahmoud Obama and what that signals, first of all, within the new patriotic party and to the people of Ghana? Uh, bless, thank you very much. Uh, Dr. Baumia has always said one thing, and today I quote him, and we in the MPP continue to say this, and I clearly now get the understanding why we have those problems with the NDC. It's either they read, they don't understand, or they listen, they don't comprehend. That is where the problem is. You see, Dr. Baumia is the first presidential candidate on his first attempt to get that percentage that we have gotten within the new patriotic party. In his first attempt, you all know that Dr. Baumia has never attempted to become flag bearer of the party. This is his first attempt, and he gets 61.47%. Who, again, in his first attempt, got the nod? 
was Professor Edu mm -hmm. in his first attempt right. in 1992, together with uh, former President Kufuenko, he got 56.6% mm. in his first attempt. Kufuor's first attempt, he got 51.9%. Akufuado's first attempt, he got 47.97%. And these are factual. So if you are in NDC and you take away first attempt and wants to run with a, a clause that is incomplete, mm. then you lack the understanding but, and comprehension. Is that entirely of the, the case? Did uh, they have some points, isn't it? Because I've seen the data you're referring to, uh, running into the days of uh, Dr. Dubohin, uh, that the point about um, uh, Professor Bohini, as, as I should say, uh, the point about the 61% range, mm. any candidate who's had that figure, whether on the first attempt, second attempt, has never crossed to win the national elections. And that is that, that's staring you in the that, face. That is that 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 is the history. That is the trend. Yeah, but it's also that fact, they have. Isn't it? But so but, why question? And, you know, and and and, 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 and that is why we are saying that yes. there has not been any party yes. that has won the third term, mm -hmm. right? I, I so it is not something that is going to but that. There's not been any that, candidate uh, in your political party winning with a margin of 61% who's gone on to win the national election. And there is no party, political party, mm -hmm. that has gone on into its second term and won the third term. And we that's, a, that's a fact. That is also a fact. Yes. And we seek to break that. And in, uh, in seeking to break that, mm -hmm. we are going to use this percentage gotten through this competent personality within our party to break both. I see. Uh, you're, you're just... You're just being ambitious, isn't it? Not ambitious. Knowing that I'm... this is a gentleman who has many questions to answer. How does Dr. Mahmoudou Bamiya intend to you know, answer the, the, the question about the promises he made, uh, having worked closely with President Nanadu Dankwa Kufando? Which promises? Uh, uh, the, the belief about the baggages uh, that this government has mm. and the need for Dr. Mahmoudou Bamiya to address the questions, the questions about the economy, the exchange rate, uh, the questions about the jobs, all of these issues will face Dr. Mahmoudou Bamiya in the face. Okay, you mentioned three things. The economy. Yes. Um, I think that it is clear, it is very clear that Dr. Mahmoudou Bamiya has demonstrated knowledge when it comes to the economic management in this country. We all know before the ravaging of COVID-19 and other factors across the globe, we all saw what the economy was being run on. We saw what the economy from 2017 to 2020, mm. what the economy was able to produce. Before we came into 2017, what was the state? What was the job situation in Ghana? And what was the rate of growth of the economy? It was 3.4%. I see. By 2020, what was the rate of inflation? What was the rate of growth? Close to 8%. Mm. Close to 8%. Before COVID, I see. that demonstrated that Dr. Baumia was not just speaking or lecturing when we were in opposition, mm. but he meant it. Do you get the point? I see. And when he demonstrated that and COVID came across the globe, you saw that even uh, you, 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 the United States of America was running in what? Negative. And now in terms of growth. His own words but, will come but, back to but, but now, he but says, now, but now. He says that, and just no. quoting one of his yeah. former uh, public lectures, that how can global phenomenon 
be the only reason, I mean, the only factor hitting Ghana so severely that it's not reflecting at the that time. What was the global phenomenon? Uh, but we have the same Bless. situation. No, no, it's now, not the same. It? It's not look same. at the sub region and, it's, and just look at the countries surrounding us. They, they're at, doing at that time, better. at that time, mm. tell me what was the biggest global phenomenon. Mm. There was no any global, it was internally inflected. Phenomenal. Whatever the case, it was the, internal inflicted. In fact, phenomenal. the vice president himself is admitting that our economy is not as effective as it should be. And today. that is the truth that the MPP will always tell you. Mm. The MPP has never hidden the truth from the people of Ghana. Yeah. We are always very truthful to the fact. We know that things are not easy now. Right. We are not putting Ghana on the heavens, but we are performed better than the NDC. Really? You talk about, yes. What was the rate of job, uh, 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 job placement when the NDC was in power? What was the rate of job placement? Teachers. Teachers were being recruited within a range. For three good years, you would not even get any salary that is being paid. It took the MPP to come and take that one off. To make sure that a teacher that is being recruited is given the salary upfront. Uh, if that much as, yeah, and much as, much as your IPPD and everything has been filled... In terms of global crisis, for close to one year, the teacher was sitting in the house. The MPP found the money, paid the teacher. We made sure that the number of teachers that was recruited because of the double track system. Look at the huge numbers. Over 8,336 of teachers were okay. being paid. Look at the huge number of teachers. Look at the security service. Look at local government. Go and check the record of I job placement. And Look at health. Paramedics, medics, and all the recruitment that has taken place. Mm. Why was the recruitment not going on? Because somebody had gone to IMF and said that we lack policy credibility. Policy credi credibility is very key to every nation. But somebody went there and said that we lack policy credibility. If, if and the are... policy credibility was that if a graduate finishes school in your country, that, that graduate should not get a job. If these are records that you are proud of, why are you not selling that to the people of Ghana? The president himself on Sunday, uh, on Saturday, I was there listening to him. So Spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. It's that um, the 2024 elections, the campaigning will not be easy. His words will not be easy for the new patriotic party. Dr. Mahmoud Obamia comes and admits that there is a challenge. Then he says he'll be his own man. Sure. If the records are so good, why not, you know? Yeah. Match on to the records that your boss has said before. I, I, I don't he think, can't I don't, campaign without the baggage of, of the Akufuado administration. I, I think that this post program mm. is not for the only, only for I, people no, of Ghana. I know that too so, well, but I'm I asking you, yeah. you know, I'm just, just supposing these statements. The man says we've delivered. If indeed they have delivered uh, and you have delivered... Why is the president, the vice president, now promising us that he's going to be his own man? Um, is he, if you, if you note it very well, yeah. he's going to be his own man because he's a punchline. Go and read my first school guitar. If you read my first school guitar, John Muhammad tells you, I don't, uh, is it page 64 or 34 of my first school guitar? He said in that book, as a young man, Riding bicycle down the lane, I could not take a decision on my own. 
on my own. That was what he said. And when he went, no, I'm I'm telling you that it's a punchline. He's telling you that he's a man on his own. So we disregard When he became a president, he appointed three wise men. This is not about John. No, no, but, but I the mean, point we can't that, speak for John. I'm saying Mahama. that if if if, if Ma- Dr. Mahmoud if Dr. Baumier is talking, cannot speak for John. Dr. But, but the point is yeah. that yeah. if he's talking, yes. when you listen to him, you need to decode I see. what he's saying. He's he's not just saying that he will be a man on his own, and it looks like he, he, he he's saying something. He else. says, and yes. this is the second time he's mm-hmm. saying this. The first time was when he picked up his nomination forms, returned to the party headquarters. He was very emphatic on that, that, you know, he will provide a new vision, his words, and will be his own man. He's repeating that on, you know, this very same day in front of the president when he's elected to be new leader of the NPP. I think that that is very good. Yeah, so that's a very good how, does this, how does this connect to John Because Mahal, somebody, because somebody so was there. That this is the vice president who's worked closely with President Akufado. Yes, but he's going to be his own man because he's going to be the president. He's not going to be a co-president. Remember, Dr. Baumia currently, his role is to assist. You get the point. You are telling me. His that, role, I mean, I'm not in yes, government. You're but, confirming yeah, that. You know, me, you know that the role of the vice president yeah. is to assist. Yeah, but he, he but if, he becomes president, yeah. if he becomes president, his role is to insist. So if you are not a man on your own, you can't insist. So he's very, he's very, you, very clear you, in his you heard, mind. You had the, the president state the reason for which he brought the vice president on board. He describes him as a very clever man. And that is true. Would you, would you bring a vice that you do not believe in? But the president has never said that he doesn't believe in him. Yeah. He never said so. I, I agree. Yeah, so... Yes. So, I, so when I, he I says he'll be his own man, he, now you he, get the connection. He's going to be his own man because mm. he will take his own decisions. He will take his decisions. Are you, you telling the people of Ghana now? Men yeah. to come and take decisions? See, are you telling you? the people of Ghana now that when you go on the campaign, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, very soon, as we know you'll be doing, you're going to tell the people of Ghana that Dr. Mahmoud Obamia cannot answer for the sins of the past government and cannot answer to some of the critical policy measures that was taken by the NPP administration. Bless, we can't win 2024 elections without the record of Akufuado. We can't. We are going to win these elections based on the record of Akufuado, on the record of John Ajekum Kufo. We are going to win this election based on their record. So we will never run away from any record of this government for which Dr. Baumia is the vice president. We will never run away. Uh, and when you say you have a solid team, do you still have that? Um, he's pointed out a number of individuals, mentioned names as those serving on the economic management team. He chairs that, I believe, committee himself. Do you feel that he's performed creditably in that? In that, I think he has been able to discharge him, uh, his duty very creditably um, in the midst of uh, 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 global crisis, in the midst of sound economic uh, uh, features and indicators. Mm. He has been able to demonstrate that without crisis, this is how he's going to handle the, the economy. With crisis, this is how he's going to handle the economy. And I think that everybody is much aware that the economy is picking up mm. and very soon uh, we'll be presenting our next budget to the uh, Parliament of Ghana for right. us to be given the approval to okay. change the entire economic structure and to bring uh, 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 livelihood back to the people to make sure that the standard of living is better off. Mm. 
uh, we're just about wrapping up and I wonder what your final words would be to the people of Ghana but even as you wrap up of course we're looking forward to uh, who the running mate of uh, Dr. Mahmoud Baumia would be um, you, you have any idea already of, of what might happen or, or, or how the party intends to do that bless some people finish me since me and they have not been able to do that but um, we in the MPP we are very much in hurry and See. you know that we have the parliamentary elections for uh, the orphan constituencies to come on. Uh, probably the general secretary uh, will be announcing the various tentative dates to make sure that we stay in line with the election. No election will exceed 3rd of uh, uh, November, uh, December rather. So all these things are things that we have to look out for. We have elections in February and we tentatively will have to look. We just finished the elections on Saturday. I think that the, the new flag bearer... The calls within your party to yes. use Kennedy at your point is growing. Would that happen? I think calls are legitimate, but the party seizes the power in opportunity. Someone who controls 39% or, I mean, 30% plus of Yes, of, I'm of not disputing delegates. that, but the constitution of the party will be at work. It is very clear in the constitution of the party how a flag bearer is chosen and how a running mate is chosen. Will Kennedy Ejepon make a fine vice presidential candidate to Dr. Mahmoud Obamia? I can't be very uh, 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 straightforward on this particular factor. Uh, because I don't know the interest level of Kennedy or Hina Japan. Uh, I can't tell whether he has it in mind. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that he, he'll be a bad person if he's given that particular opportunity. Because, one, if he qualifies within the, 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 the structure of the constitution of Ghana, if he qualifies within that structure, mm -hmm. I don't think that uh, he will be also be denied that opportunity. Yeah, but, but many other people, too, are there. Oh, oh really? Who, who, uh, you, you have, you've, who, you've picked up some, some of the individuals. Oh, you. I'm qualified. Oh, I'm I see, qualified. I see. You, you want I'm to about be vice, 40 years. vice presidential I'm about 40 candidate. years, oh, so nice. I can. So but I think you're <laughs> disqualified already, isn't it? You all come from the same side of the vice president. So I'm oh, no, but sure. it's possible. Oh, you still, but uh, you it's possible. It can Because the constitution did not say the president and the vice president should not come from one Oh, I see. You're just swerving me. You're finding a nice way of swerving me. But anyway, the name will come out. We'll all be here to, to see who, who yeah, that will be. Sure. Any final words? Maybe it up? may be you. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so that's yeah, why we're what, having what, the conversation. What, what I would have to say is that we have finished with competition. Mm. Uh, there is the need for us to come out for uh, cooperation. Uh, nobody should undermine the effort of all the other presidential candidates. Let's uh, give them that needed respect all supporters, if you are supporting Ken, if you are supporting Adainimo, uh, Akotu, or Baumia, there is no contest again. Mm. The party has not opened nomination for any contest. And we call on everybody to leave uh, any contest in mind, any support in mind, and support the new patriotic party. There was no loser, there was no winner. Mm. It was the MPP that won. And we had the new flag bearer in the person of Dr. Mahmoud Baumia for the 2024 general elections. Bless, I want to promise you, right. we are going to win 2024 okay. general elections. Ghanaians will decide. That's the beauty of democracy. I'm grateful, Haruna uh, Mohamed, Deputy General Secretary of the NPP, for joining us. We stay on politics because uh, there's a lot happening uh, in terms of the national... Ex Does managing your health care feel like a full-time job? Bounced from one doctor to the next? All the forms, the bills, the nada bills, the... Press forward and repeat these options. Does health care have to be this way? At Kaiser Permanente, all of us work together to make health care easier. And with integrated care and coverage, all you have to do is focus on your health. Learn more at kp.org, Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Kaiser Foundation Health Plan of the Mid-Atlantic States Incorporated, 2101 East Jefferson Street, Rockville, Maryland, 20852.
With your choice of select sandwich, nugs, fries, and a drink, Wendy's $5 Biggie Bag is your go-to. Your nugget wingman. Your hot and crispy fry co-pilot. Just like us. We're like the bag boys. What? Bag boys, bag boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when we bring your food? <sighs> For a deal you can count on, bet on Biggie and choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Bag boys, bag boys. U.S. price and participation may vary. Includes choice of TBC or crispy chicken sandwich with four-piece nugs, junior fry, and small soft drink. Third-party delivery pricing may be higher. ...exercise as well uh, because the voter uh, exhibition uh, centers in the Boston constituency are recording uh, as low as five individuals checking their details. Electoral officials uh, believe that the elect- uh, electorates are not turning up uh, on conviction. Uh, their names are rightly uh, captured uh, in the album and, of course, uh, following the participation in previous uh, elections, there are concerns uh, that a lot more of the electorates would have to turn out to check if indeed their names are captured uh, on the rolls. We have uh, more in this report by Emmanuel Brightwaker for you. It's mid-morning, and these electoral officials at Kontinasi in the Bosomche district, after setting up their materials for the voter exhibition exercise, are hoping not to end the day without serving an electorate. Close to 1,000 electorates are expected to visit the centre to cross-check their details. But the numbers haven't been encouraging since the start of the exercise on Friday. On the first day, a total of 15 persons stand up to confirm their details for the two officials stationed at the centre. Angelina Quayson is one of the electoral officials here. So far, I'm eight out of 434. Yesterday, I had eight individuals out of 434. There are three centres here. One official had seven. The other didn't get any. In the morning, we were here, nobody came. But we were here all morning, nobody came. It was in the afternoon that we had one person come around and also in the evening. They were captured during the just-ended new patriotic party presidential primary. But the many delegates who queued to vote on the day failed to back on the centre to verify their details in the main 2024 voter register. After close to three hours of waiting, the officials had their first electorate for the day. I had the announcement on radio because I am free today. I decided to come around and check my details. I can't tell if my family members have been around to check the Although announcements have been made to the public through the community's local information center, many fail to turn up at the center. According to the EC officials, many electorates believe their names are rightly included in the album owing to their participation in previous voting exercises. (laughs) 
Many of them believe their names are well captured because they participated in the previous elections. That's why they aren't coming. Come and check, but I will encourage them to come and check. With only a day to end the exercise, it is expected that more than a handful of electorates would visit their centre for verification ahead of the local government elections. For Joy News, my name is Emmanuel Brightquiku. And it's been uh, five days since the health minister ordered the immediate uh, reopening of the uh, renal dialysis uh, unit uh, at the Kolibu teaching hospital i will be getting you some updates on that uh, very shortly plus taking you live to uh, the hospital facility where we're expecting a press briefing on this one but we're taking a short break when we get back we'll give you some updates please stay There's a new emergency number in town. More money, more money, Charlie, and enjoy it. Dial star 770 hash for all your money emergencies. Dial star 770 hash for money emergencies and get easy and quick access to your money, loans, and other banking needs. Echo Bank, the Pan African Bank. Smile, hmm? Look lively, okay? Smile, smile. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Is the money too small? A bad stomach ruins your day. Don't let it. Take Gastron, your most effective antacid, for the relief of symptoms of peptic ulcer, heartburn, gas pain, flatulence, and indigestion. Hey guys, what are you waiting for? Let's go, let's go. Mwah. Can you bring down that smiles more? <laughs> Gastron, effective relief from stomach discomfort. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been getting approved by the FDA. Daddy? Daddy, this tank is big! Yes, that's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow, it has a working surface it. Mm-hmm, that's so true. I can see S-I-N-T-E-S-C. 
Vincent. That is so true, my daughter. But it's father, it was Milo. That's not true. But why? Hey! <laughs> Syntex was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? The 2023 EcoBank Joy News Habitat Fair is more than an exhibition, it's the gateway to your dream home. Don't miss this chance to make informed decisions about every aspect of your living space. Join us at the Accra International Conference Center from Thursday, November 23rd to Sunday, November 26th, 2023. This year, we are diving into the theme of home ownership, exploring the nuances between affordability, comfort, and luxury. We are bringing everything housing under one roof just for you. See you there. The Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair is in partnership with Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank, and powered by the Plant City Extension Project from Cities and Habitats, Rent to Own, and sponsored by Elegant Homes and General Constructions Limited, where quality meets value. Global Lighting, your solution to quality lighting. Syntex Tank, Air Strong, Air Tough, Springfield Estates, where dreams are built, virtual security, complete security solution, DBS, your roof experts, virtual InfoSec Africa, security solutions by design, St. Gobain, making the world a better plan, Clifton Homes, beautiful homes, wise investments, the Kissington Heights, Airport City, Kumasi, by HDG Homes Limited. And it's been five days since the health minister ordered uh, for the immediate reopening of the Kolibu Teaching uh, Hospital and its renal uh, dialysis unit, especially to outpatients. But Joy News is learning that the facility remains shut. We're live at the Kolibu Teaching Hospital where the uh, public relations uh, department is expected to brief uh, the press on what exactly is uh, holding them back. But first, though, uh, let's bring back a report found by parliamentary correspondent uh, Kukwa Sante uh, because the issue uh, came up on the floor of parliament last Thursday. A frantic appeal to the Kolebu Teaching Hospital to reopen the OPD of its renal unit to save lives. Already, the Renal Patients Association says a dozen of their colleagues have died following their inability to access healthcare services. According to Minority Spokesperson on Health, Kwabina Minta Kando, government must intervene to get the facility reopened immediately. Parliament as a whole should be deeply concerned about the persistent closure of the renal unit outpatient department at Kolebu Teaching Hospital. This situation has far-reaching implications for the well-being of dialysis patients in Ghana and raises serious questions about the commitment of government to transparency and accountability in our healthcare institutions. In the initial case of the facilities closure, was attributed to scarcity of essential medical consumables required for dialysis. When dialysis medical consumables were finally procured, the service saw an unprecedented increase in fees 
from 380 Ghana cities to 765.42. The Minister of Health and the Hospital Administration must, as a matter of priority, address this situation. The denial of essential healthcare services is a severe violation of patients' rights and a breach of public trust. We implore the government to work diligently with the hospital to, rec to rectify this situation and uphold its commitment to providing accessible and affordable healthcare service to all citizens. The paramount objective must be the prompt reopening of the renal unit outpatient department and the provision of essential subsidies to ensure that healthcare services are accessible and affordable for all citizens. This call has found support from the majority leadership. I fully associate myself with the call for the minister to be programmed to appear. That is something we cannot compromise on. He must appear. And especially in a matter about the lives of our citizenry, we can't take for granted. It can happen to any of us. And so I'm fully associated with that call. It's about the lives of our people. Whatever it takes, he must appear. We must program him to appear and to brief us. Immediately, the Kolebu Rena unit should be open immediately. And there are some other actions that have been taken. That is why I'm emphasizing the call. As we go, we need you to bless this call that the minister should be programmed to come and make this statement formally on the floor of parliament. He can't sit in his ministry and engage the media and make this statement. He must come to the representative of the people and make this statement formally in the House. The Speaker has seen summoned Health Minister Kikua Jemanmenu to appear before MPs on this urgent matter. To come and brief us on the closure of the renal unit outpatient department and the upsurge of kidney-related programs in Ghana. I mean, the minister should come and tell us something. Almost everywhere, people are talking about the kidney-related problems. He should come and tell us if the NHIS issue can also be captured in relating to uh, kidney-related issues. I mean, he should come and tell us and to the extent the whole nation. So that is my directives. The Renal Patients Association says its members and other kidney patients are dying and more will die if government does not impress upon the Kolobu Teaching Hospital to reopen the outpatient department of the renal unit of the hospital. This matter has become a big matter on the floor and in a rare show of bipartisan unity, MPs on both sides have been asking the health minister to intervene and get this unit at the Kolobu Teaching Hospital open. MPs say that while citizens must do their best to protect themselves of kidney diseases, those who already have contracted sex diseases must be protected by the state. Reporting for Joy News, Kwekua Sante, Parliament House, Accra. And of course, our latest checks are indicating that still that outpatient department is not open in spite of the uh, directives given by the health minister. So what exactly is going on and what's the latest uh, on the ground? Uh, let's go live now and speak to my colleague, uh, Fred uh, Adai Kwating, who's been uh, to the hospital facility. Uh, he's joining us now with the latest on this. Uh, and Fred, we're expecting a statement from the uh, public relations department uh, on this matter. 
what else have we been picking up? Uh, you've been to the facility today. What can you report? So, Lizard, I've been here at the Kualibun Renal Unit trying to witness the reopening of the unit to OPD, but unfortunately, that has not happened as we speak yet. Um, I've tried to get some answers from the authorities, and what I'm thinking is that there is an attempt or there is a plan to open the unit today, but because the plan has not been approved yet, because um, the person who is supposed to approve the plan hasn't given the go-ahead yet, the place has still not been opened, but they are saying that until the person in charge opens or gives the approval for the unit to be opened, they can't open as we speak now. So that's why we are, we are still here waiting that maybe the person in charge might um, come and give the approval for the unit to be opened. You say it's closed. We know that there was a directive from the health minister. So what, what's accounting for that delay? Okay, so we've been trying to guess these reasons why the place has still not been opened up after the directive given by the um, health ministry. But it seems all the officials I'm trying to speak to are titled. They are not able to pinpoint the exact reasons. But when I put my ears on the ground and I am listening to some of the conversations going around, it appears that there hasn't been a decision on the 4 million Ghana CD debt, which is um, 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 hanging on the on, on the neck of the renal unit. So it appears there hasn't been a proper decision on that. That is why it's appearing that the people are not willing to open the unit as we speak now. It hasn't been confirmed, but that is the information I've been taking on the ground since I came this morning. Talk about that, though. Uh, what's been the reaction? Because I, I do understand that some patients at least have tried today based on the directive by yeah. the health minister to try and access the center. Um, what's been their challenge? Okay, yes. So um, since I came, there have been some patients trooping in trying to assess the service. But I spoke to some of them and the information they gave me was that they were not treated. And for that matter, one of them who is scheduled to have a session today, how to find a different facility to, to undertake the session. There was also one person who reported today that because the, the unit has not been opened to the OPD yet, the person, as I spoke to in the morning, had not been treated. So that is what is happening. So we have people coming in and out, but because the unit hasn't been opened, they've not been treated, they've not, they've not had their sessions yet. And one more time, um, what, what exact period are we expecting the hospital to make a statement on this? Because we're we're picking up information that something might happen in terms of the briefing. So that is the exact reason why I've been here since morning. In fact, there hasn't been a confirmation of the time. What I've been thinking is that unless the person whom they are refusing to mention gives the approval, they cannot go ahead with the announcement. Although they are saying all preparations have been made for the announcement, that is left with the approval from those in higher authorities. To, 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 to okay the statement to be made. But because the person has not given that approval, that is why the, the place is still under lock and key now. So we cannot confirm when exactly they are going to open oh. the unit. Since I came here this morning, that's what I've been thinking. Maybe even the people I've been speaking to, they themselves, they're not even sure as to when they are going to get the unit open. Mm. Uh, very trying times indeed. Uh, uh, be good, yeah. be safe, and uh, of course we'll speak to you again. Uh, just to get some updates uh, when the management of the facility uh, is willing to
to, to do so. Um, let, let's get more from the uh, renal uh, patients uh, because they are still mounting pressure on government to uh, act on this matter. Uh, and uh, fortunately, Kujuba Fawahinkra, who is the president of the association, is joining us Again, I don't like to do this very often, knowing, you know, your condition. I, I just don't feel okay doing this. But we still need to press home that demand, that they need to open the facility. Sure. Sure. Okay, um, just about an hour ago, right. I had a call from the unit. Okay. But, uh, I don't know whether, because I'm the president, I'm speaking, okay. that is why they're called, because the rest of the people have not been called. I was called... Mm-hmm. Trying to find out because some people have made a decision that maybe they might not go back to Kolibu. Whatever they are, they will stay there. Right. So I was called mm-hmm. and they told me, Will I like to return back to Kolibu? I said, Sure, why not? Okay, so they told me that the price is 380 if I'm coming. I said, No problem. And they said, Okay, then I need to do my labs and bring it back. Right. So just an hour ago, but the rest of my people, nobody has been called yet. So I don't know whether this is just to cover up or whatever it might be. Because so far, mm-hmm. I'm the only person who have received the call from a senior nurse from the unit called me, asked me these questions, and I confirmed to him. Right. So I, was, I put it on our page that I have got the call. So has anybody else, else got you know, And nobody else nobody responded. And, and, and that, that's still you know, suggestive of the fact that, you know, indeed what we're reporting is indeed the case that, that partially the place has been closed. Yes, since from morning. Mm. Some of my people are supposed to die on Monday. Like I said the other time, normally there's a schedule. The patient, we are many, about 250. Mm-hmm. So all of, and we have about 15 machines. It cannot contain us. So there's a schedule. So normally what they do, yes. like tomorrow those will be going, they'll be called today. Oh. And they'll give them time. Report this time, report, report this time. So that is the schedule. So, so it's almost always a very tidy process because everyone is scheduled. Yes. And, and you book an appointment. Yes. So it's not as though you all flood the center no, 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 at no, no, one no, no. time. Yeah. They, they, we've been categorized. So Monday people, Tuesday people, Wednesday people, Thursday people. It's only Saturday they don't work. Then Sunday. So everybody has got his time and when he's supposed to report at the unit and go for his session. So if you claim it's open and then you've not called I have received the call. I have received the call. Just about an hour ago. Because this morning I went through the... And still, they were doing the same thing, the, OP, uh, the emergencies and then the ward cases. So, but when I cross-checked again, I was being told that they are now trying to find out the people who will return back, they will do a new schedule and all those things. So they were saying probably by Wednesday they will start operational fully. Okay, so this, is, this might be the precursor to the main reopening, yes. which means that everyone will be scheduled. But, but you're still pointing out to us that for now, they haven't called your members. No, they've not called anybody. Nobody has contacted me to tell me. I put it on the page, yeah. and nobody is telling me that they've called. But I have received a call that will I like to something come? else will be done, yes, and that so, more more people. Yeah, but in, in, in fact, the statement was mm-hmm. this week they will open. So I insisted when this week, right. so that when I'm talking, I know what I'm saying. Okay. And they so said they are looking by Wednesday. They want to take today, tomorrow to do all the necessary thing. So by Wednesday going. It will be started. That's okay. what but, but for those who do not see the picture that we're trying to paint here, let's try and re-emphasize you know, emphasize that point again as to why this facility we're talking about at the Kolibu Teaching Hospital is so crucial to saving more lives. Yeah, so crucial. Because once again, I keep saying, the kind of treatment that they give mm-hmm. is one of the best you get. 
the kind of machines that we have at the dialysis unit. When you take Fizenos product, that is the current, current version that we have. So anybody who understands dialysis, when you go on the machine, you can see the clearance has been very good. Right. So it's very crucial, mm. very, very, very crucial to our, our, our health. The conversation around cost, we still have to go back there sure. because it's not out of the way. Even if the facility is uh, reopened, you're faced with that challenge again. Sure. How do we go about that, dealing with that? Okay. Like I keep saying, we have to start from somewhere to somewhere. You know? So now they say, if I, once again, they, go, they made me understood that they are taking the old price. That's the 380. Yeah. Good. So the 380 was a challenge. Well, first guy was doing the payment. Mm-hmm. For, oh, taking care of the yes, subsidies, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. First guy was doing it totally for about 200 and something patients. First guy was doing it. Right. All that you call you go for. So now we don't even know whether first guy is still doing it. But per my checks, I, I, I learned first guy is still doing it, but I, it's not confirmed, so I don't even know. So going back, 380, still there will be challenge. There will be big challenge. Because I keep telling you, sometimes... I wish this conversation does not end here mm-hmm. so that you, sometimes you walk in. Somebody might even come. He finishes. He doesn't even got transportation. Yeah. Maybe you, ourselves, oh, take five, ten. They will, please, they will give it to the person. Mm-hmm. So cost, like I said, it's a big problem. Yeah. So like that's why we're saying that the government should look at the tax component on those consumables. Because as we talk now, I don't know how stock Kulibu is. Because per our investigation, I learned they were airlifted. Small amount. So if they are going to open, as they claim, to full capacity, my brother, and they don't do something about yeah. it, less than one man, they'll close the unit down. I see. That, that's some, somewhere we do not want to get to. But even on the cost, would you prefer the facility open with a higher cost or we keep it shut, get ourselves ready for subsidies, and then we open no, we it? we can do something. Okay. They should open it. We can do something. Now they say they want to open mm-hmm. course of the week. Yeah. Can, at least some lives will be saved. We should do whilst we plan towards it. But as I said, the last time we were here, Dr. Nsian Sassari yeah. sat here and promised that yes. they will pay that $400 million that they are yeah. Has the money been paid? Per our checks. I learned that if the money is paid, the consumables more will be bought. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if the money is paid, why then they, should, they shouldn't bring the consumables in? Yes. So they should open... Let's do something. It's difficult. Yeah. But a 380, at least, mm-hmm. if somebody comes to you, at least you can maybe squeeze maybe 100. Mm-hmm. You can get 100 or something, put it together, and go and do it. So it's better. And once again, the clearance is very good with the machines that they have and the kind of system they have there. At least, if one person is even doing once a week with that machines, it's better. Let's talk about the way forward and what your members are looking forward to. You've spoken to them uh, prior to coming on, on air. What sense do you get from them in terms of uh, the kind of intervention they are expecting from government on this? I will quote Dr. Isiyan Sarah Nukolibu, CEO. He's saying even if they charge a 380, the government is supposed to pay about 900 something to support. If not, then they will still come down. Yeah. So we are begging them. If now they've agreed that we should open it, and I'm sure that that means that 900 will be coming. They shouldn't do us. 419, that will go maybe a week, the place will be closed again. Mm. So we are just begging them. But what they just made that understood earlier, because uh, I'm not here to defend anybody, but yeah. the Kolibusi who said it categorically clear, if they reopen, the 4 million is paid, and that subsidy does not come, the unit the will debt will, will, will pile. Yes, the unit will close. So I'm, I'm sure they've put in everything in place. That is why they are opening the unit now. Mm. I'm mm. very sure. that If not, that, then please, we beg them. They should do all those things. 
but they should open the unit. Yeah. They should really open it. Because, like I tell you, somebody is sitting there. I mean, one of the patients called me today. Uh, Mr. Ingra, please, can you give me 200? I don't have. Yeah. I'm also thinking about myself. Yes. Yeah. So I don't even have such a person. I don't know whether he's alive now or is dead. You don't even know. Yeah. At least if somebody is helping you, 380, it's quite reasonable. Yeah. It's quite it makes reasonable. makes a lot of sense. Then. Yes. So we beg them. They should look at it for yeah. us. Kojo, we need to go. But, but one more time, let me give you that opportunity to send the message across to benevolent organizations and also the authorities because we need to yeah. keep our eyes on them. What is the message from the Renal Patients Association and what would you like to share with the rest of the world? Yes. I always say three things. Governments should look at the tax component on the consumer bus. The reason why I keep saying this is that Kolebu has only 15 machines. We have those on admission, normally about 100 plus. OPD, about 250. These 15 machines cannot contain us. Now, if it continues, the machines work constantly and it doesn't rest, it will break down. Mm. Where do we go from here? The private sectors are doing well because they are... Because they are also trying to give services mm-hmm. to people because all the private sector they have their patients normally about 20, 20, 20. Now, you say Kolebu should take 380. Any sensible person will come to Kolebu. So there'll be more pressure on it. So they should look at it and take the task component out so that the private sector can also come down to the 380 or maybe something. So that those who, who does not want to go to Kolebu can easily go there simple and have a session. Yeah. Secondly, we beg, I keep saying the churches, okay. the big men. Mm-hmm. We beg them. If they want us to write to them officially, we'll write. We have an account. We want to put it well. They should put something in it for us. Because, my brother, it's not only about the dialysis. Right. When your fistula spoil you are going to do is 7,000. When your neckline spoil you are going to do is about 4,000 plus. Right. The medication, it's, it tells a lot. And people cannot pay. So we are still begging them. They should come to our aid. Government, come to our aid. The big men around, we beg all of them, they should come to our aid. We need their help. And that's the call uh, from the uh, renal uh, patients, of course, sending that message across is uh, Kojo Ahinkram, president uh, of the association. So uh, you can just uh, either reach out to join us, we'll get you through to them, or uh, you can just uh, get in touch with them. They would also uh, be very willing to have uh, your support on board. But we're keeping our eyes uh, on the Kolebu Teaching Hospital. Uh, it's... Uh, Expected that later in the day there, there might be a press briefing on this matter. We'll bring you some updates as and when we have them. But could you thank you so much uh, for spending some time uh, with us? And uh, we continue our fight as well against illegal mining uh, because tests conducted by health officials have uh, revealed some alarming levels of heavy metals uh, in rivers and water bodies in parts of the Ashanti region. Well, this is casting a shadow. Uh, as we know it, of uncertainty over the fate uh, of these, um, you know, affected uh, communities that we are talking about. So in part two of our latest hotline documentary titled uh, Poison for Gold, Donko reports that the rivers and water bodies that, uh, of course, sustain communities for generations are now uh, actually uh, battlegrounds for destruction. Here are excerpts of what to expect. The milky brown color of the rivers and streams flowing across the country indicate suspended particles, including poisonous heavy metals. Two years ago, 
residents of Ewusiejo in the Ahanta West district of the Western region were drinking the polluted water, but soon they started experiencing strange afflictions, as recounted by Theodora Yamwa, a nurse in charge of the town's chips compound. Some of them came here with frequent urinating and also burning sensation when they are urinating and also some came with skin rashes we fetched samples from the tunnel brim butri ofin anuru ankobra pra and other polluted sources of water to be tested for heavy metals at the sheath laboratory of the knust's chemistry department after a week of testing the results were in for standard sick we use the world health organization standards the world health organization pegs the acceptable standard for arsenic at 0.0050 milligrams per liter while the u.s and ghana pegs it at 0.010 milligram per liter the order brim pra Ankobra, Enuru, Ofin, Ashri, Butri, Subri, and Tano registered between 0.216 and 0.444 milligrams per liter, which is 0.434 milligrams higher than acceptable levels. This is 20.6 to 55.6% higher than acceptable levels in water using the American and Ghanaian standards. Dr. Eugene Ansa explains the test results. All these water samples that are coming from our water bodies in Ghana were found to be acidic in nature. That is having a pH less than 7. It means that it has got a corrosive effect and whenever you drink it, you have irritations in the truth. Drinking waters are expected to be neutral. In terms of toxic metals, lead was ranked as the highest toxic metal present in all these water samples. And should anybody drink this water or even swim in these waters, then they are exposed to high levels of lead. The other metals include chromium, cadmium, and arsenic, and all these samples could not pass the quality standards. And now the Muslim caucus in Parliament says uh, the government's support for Israel in the ongoing war in Gaza is disappointing. President Kufado has declared that Ghana fully supports uh, Israel. However, the UN Security Council has uh, voted once uh, for a humanitarian uh, ceasefire in the besieged Gaza Strip while uh, abstaining on one uh, that called for a complete ceasefire, addressing journalist spokesperson uh, for the group made up of both the NDC and MPP MPs, Alajabia Fuseni, indicated the government must live up to its uh, credentials as uh, the defender of the oppressed. Extremely regrettable. Ghana has been a beacon for the oppressed, disadvantaged, and, and suppressed in this world. 
if you look at uh, uh, the, from, from, from the dawn of independence under the legendary Osajifu Datokwame Kuma, Ghana was a mecca for liberation movements here. All oppressed people, Nelson Mandela, Tabombeki, uh, uh, Walter Shisulu, all the, the, the this is in South Africa, Samora Marcel of Mozambique, uh, uh, Agostino Neto of uh, Angola, all of them were in Ghana here. And at that time, you remember, the West called all of them terrorists because they were fighting to liberate their countries from the uh, stranglehold of colonialism. They call all of them so. So Ghana has been a beacon of hope and a safe haven for, 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 for oppressed people. So it is very regrettable that under this government of Nana Kufado, we have uh, 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 a U.S. Security Council resolution that sought to uh, call for a ceasefire and for humanitarian aid to be brought in for us to have abstained. I, for me, it was a very sad day seeing that this was Kwame Kumas Ghana, that we had let down the oppressed and the disadvantaged for whom we have a bounding duty to stand up and defend. Where there's evil, you cannot be neutral. There's no neutrality in the face of evil. And still on the story, former chairperson of the Muslim Caucus, uh, Mohammed Muntaka Mubarak, says the United Nations is failing to live up to its responsibility uh, with its inability to end this war. The UN, unfortunately, is gradually becoming a useless body. I don't have any other uh, better adjective to describe it. Because a United Nations that cannot enforce its own, uh, what do you call it, resolutions. I mean, what, what is it? Maybe, maybe, just as the world of league ended, maybe probably we should be thinking about how we should end the United Nations because it's gradually becoming a useless organization that is incapable of doing anything. Once those superpowers, Russia, America, China, they are doing something, all others can't. But if it is any other country, then that's where they find themselves. I don't think you can run a world organization the way they are run the organization. And I hope that the UN will begin getting tougher. If today it becomes common that killing one group is okay, remember we are the weakest in the whole of the world. Africa, we are the weakest. Tomorrow, it could be our turn. And when we are being killed, people would like it. Oh, even if the Palestinians were killed, nothing happened. If Ghanaians are being killed, what is it? So let us all be mindful and know that this is something that must end, and it must end now. On oh, to some other stories, they come on to market in Accra. is the hub of second-hand clothes, uh, popularly known as Obroniwa. The OR Foundation and some designers from uh, the market are helping to bring some of these clothing uh, to the runway with models wearing them with style. Over a thousand people from different backgrounds were present at the Rollins Park in Accra for the second edition of the Obroniwa Festival uh, to celebrate Cantamanto markets for its role to reuse, repair, and uh, also uh, remanufacturing of used clothing. Maxwell Agwaba has more in this report. Welcome to the Rollins Park, where scores of models graced the runway with elegance and style. The Brony Wayward 2023 Festival has brought to life clothes that hitherto would have been downed in Ghana's drainage system, choking and perhaps causing flooding. But here, um, the talented young ones here have brought life to these clothes and now they are on the runway. 
what makes this event truly captivating is the fact that these models are adorned in unique designs crafted from secondhand clothes popularly known as Oboni Wheel. These extraordinary creations are the brainchild of five talented emerging designers from the vibrant Cantabanto market. Amidst the glamour, lead organizer Sanotin passionately urged industry players and policymakers to acknowledge the invaluable contribution of Cantabanto to Ghana's fashion landscape. So, Oboni Wheel October is an urban upcycle and trade festival. That was initiated last year and the whole idea is to celebrate Cantamanto and Ghana's culture of reuse and repair. So we are here to celebrate Cantamanto and Ghana's reuse um, culture. What, what is most significant is that we have designers from Cantamanto um, who are like very, very talented and creative individuals who have gone under like two months intensive training and today they are going to reveal to us their collection that they have been working on over the last two months. Fashion entrepreneur, stylist, and member of the Broniway School, Neil Davis, says there's no reason why the creations from Cantamanto's talented designers can't shine on the global runway. Yeah, I came on as a mentor and a trainer for the young kids that are, you know, emerging from Cantamanto. I'm an upcycler myself. I do it as a brand. I've been running my brand ship for the past four years. So I come in as one of the pioneer people who started this, you know, from Cant using dead stock materials and waste, you know, to make clothing. And I think it's something that a lot of people do not understand. So that's why this is happening now. We want to educate people, we want to encourage people, you know, to reuse, to recycle and to reinvent like pieces of waste that they have. Designer Charles Pepra expressed gratitude for the platform provided by the All Foundation, emphasizing the importance of showcasing their creativity to a wider audience. I learned it when I was uh, like I was a little age. Okay. Yes. And I was a fashion like I love fashion. Yes. So I heard um Obuniwewu. That was last year and they told us that we should contest the staff. So we were working on um we were working with um the All Foundation. Okay. Yes. And they said do fashion this thing and that so we started it that was last year it's helping me a lot because through this thing i've met a whole lot of artists um it has opened ways for me and a lot a lot yes a lot richard asante is also a designer a beneficiary of the Bruniway october project he shared his excitement about the overwhelming patronage the event has received underscoring the growing appeal of sustainable fashion this event is helping us a lot. It's actually putting our works out there, letting new people to see what we are doing. Like, we have been in the dark for long. So, since Obrono October came last year and this year, it has actually helped us to see more people and uh, people from abroad are looking at our staff, seeing our staff taking pictures, making it go viral so that we can earn some earning from it. Yeah. Renowned musician, one of the Kobolo who graced the event, urged the government to play a more active role in supporting initiatives like the Obrono Festival emphasizing the cultural and economic significance of such endeavors. Super excited. Um, this initiative by the OR is present, this Obroni Way October, is giving opportunity to designers, 
to create the most amazing things they can think of, you know. They facilitate, they support them with funds to go out there into Cantamanto and pick the materials they need to create whatever, you know, they are dreaming about. And I think it's really amazing. It's, it's somehow a pity that it's not something initiated by the government, but we all know our government is focused on other things. And so, here we are. We are coming to enjoy um, over a month of hard work by designers, tailors, and different logistical people at the OR is present and, you know, yeah. In the heart of Rollins Park, a celebration of creativity and sustainability unfolded, proving that fashion knows no boundaries when passion and innovation come together. Max Olagbaba for Joy News. Uh, very inspiring. But that's all we have for you in this package of the polls. I am Lester Sogan. Log on to myjoyonline.com. Lots of stories uh, there for you to get updated on. Next is Let's Talk Showbiz. Please stay with us here on the Joy News channel. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye. The 2023 Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair is more than an exhibition. It's the gateway to your dream home. Don't miss this chance to make informed decisions about every aspect of your living space. Join us at the Accra International Conference Center from Thursday, November 23rd to Sunday, November 26th, 2023. This year, we are diving into the theme of home ownership, exploring the nuances between affordability, comfort, and luxury. We are bringing everything housing under one roof just for you. See you there. The Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair is in partnership with Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank, and powered by the Plant City Extension Project from Citizen Habitats, Rent to Own, and sponsored by Elegant Homes and General Constructions Limited, where quality meets value. Global Lighting, your solution to quality lighting. Syntex Tank, Air Strong, Air Tough, Springfield Estates, where dreams are built. Virtual Security, Complete Security Solution, DBS, your roof experts. Virtual Infosec Africa, Security Solutions by Design, St. Gobain, Making the World a Better Plan, Clifton Homes, Beautiful Homes, Wise Investments, The Kissington Heights, Airport City, Kumasi, by HDG Homes Limited. Your favorite TV game show, Step Up, is back with another amazing season. This time, we are stepping up with Syntex Tank. Step up with Syntex Tank. We'll see contestants answer questions of your choice and win over 6,000 Ghana CDs cash prize weekly and other products from our sponsors. This season, viewers at home should watch out for the Syntex Tank question of the week. Be the first to answer correctly via WhatsApp or send SMS to 050-833-8888 and win incredible prizes. The person who answers most of the weekly questions correctly and fastest gets a 65-inch Samsung TV at the end of the season. 
Step Up with Syntex Stand. Showing on Joy Prime every Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Sponsored by Bell Ice, MTN Momo, Angel Cola. Powered by Syntex Stand. Joy Prime, your ultimate experience. Introducing the Kensington Heights at Airport City Kumasi, the largest modern smart city in West Africa. The Kensington Heights is your bridge to the skies where you can access direct flights to international destinations, including the USA, UK and Europe. Imagine a world where convenience, comfort and investment opportunities converge seamlessly. The Kensington Heights offers an incredible opportunity for families, investors and businesses worldwide. Enjoy spacious and beautifully designed luxury suites, executive suites, one-bedroom apartments, and two- and three-bedroom penthouses, complete with world-class amenities and easy access to the new Kumasi International Airport. All units are on sale now, starting at $69,950. Be a part of the future of Kumasi and reserve your property today. For more information, visit our website www.thekensingtingheights.com or www.airportcitycom. To the Rollins Park, where scores of models graced the runway with elegance and style. Brony Wayward 2023 Festival has brought to life clothes that hitherto would have been downed in Ghana's drainage system, choking and perhaps causing flooding. But here, um, the talented young ones here have brought life to these clothes and now they are on the runway. What makes this event truly captivating is the fact that these models are adorned in unique designs crafted from second-hand clothes popularly known as Oponi Wewu. These extraordinary creations are the brainchild of five talented emerging designers from the vibrant Kantamanto market. Amidst the glamour, lead organizers and attend passionately urged industry players and policymakers to acknowledge the invaluable contribution of Kantamantu to Ghana's fashion landscape. So Obanibo October is an urban upcycle and trade festival that was initiated last year and the whole idea is to celebrate Kantamantu and Ghana's culture of reuse and repair. So we are here to celebrate Kantamantu and Ghana's reuse and um, culture. 
what, what is most significant is that we have designers from Hans Manto um, who are like very, very talented and creative individuals who have gone under like two months intensive training and today they are going to reveal to us their collection that they have been working on over the last two months. And we also have um, uh, a pop-up pop shop where most of the vendors from Cantamanto are selling their goods here as well. Most people see what we are doing here as just, you know, passing and having fun and just fashion. But beneath the surface, there's so much that is being done in terms of environmental activism. As in, most of these people here, the clothing that you are seeing here, the ones you see on the runway, will most likely have ended up in some damp or some gutters or be somewhere. But individuals are talented enough that these ways that people will not use, they are finding innovative ways to reuse them and make them wearable. Yeah, so we have um, vendors from Cantamanto, the aunties and uncles, there are dear years here who are ready to mend your clothes for you, so even if you buy something and it's too big, they'll be there to reduce the size for you. We also have um, the upcyclers here who are like doing live demonstrations, so if you have a t-shirt that needs screen printing, there's someone for you. If you have the name that needs some passion, there's someone for you. So all of these creative are here to give you a, a great experience yeah finally what motivated you to you know to start this so for me it was really about um, the fact that Cantamanto has been doing this work for a very very long time but it has been recognized for what it does so this that was really what it inspired us to give them the space and the platform to show what they can do fashion entrepreneur stylist and member of the Brony Wewu school Neil Davis says there's no reason why the creations from Cantamanto's talented designers can't shine on the global runway yeah, I came on as a mentor and a trainer for the young kids that are, you know, emerging from Katamato. I'm an upcycler myself. I do it as a brand. I've been running my brand ship for the past four years. So I come in as one of the pioneer people who started this, you know, from cans using dead stock materials and waste, you know, to make clothing. And I think it's something that a lot of people do not understand. So that's why this is happening now. We want to educate people, we want to encourage people, you know, to reuse, to recycle and to reinvent like pieces of waste that they have. I think everything starts with a mindset. It's, it has to be a cultural mindset for everybody. I believe one man standing to start makes other people want to start. Just like how I started, it's like I encourage the next generation to, you know, to pick up this and that's what is happening. So I feel like even, even if you don't have to like thrift from Kant, even your stuff that you use at home, you can like hand embroider it in a certain way. You can remove the sleeves of a shirt and make it sleeveless and it's a, a whole new style altogether. You can rejoin the sleeves to another shirt and it's a new shirt altogether. It's just very, it's being artistic in, in you know, putting together like a style silhouette for yourself. Designer Charles Pripra expressed gratitude for the platform provided by the All Foundation, emphasizing the importance of showcasing their creativity to a wider audience. So I learned it when I was uh, like I was a little age. Okay. Yes. And I was a fashion, like I love fashion. Yes. So I heard um Obuniwewu. That was last year, and they told us that we should contest the stuff. So we were working on um we were working with um the All Foundation. Okay. Yes, and they said should do fashion this thing and that so we started it that was last year it's helping me a lot because through this thing i've met a whole lot of artists um it has opened ways for me and a lot a lot yes a lot and it's helping and it's helping the youtube yes it's helping us very 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 well because it is bringing what i knew then what um, i can do then what even my aim yes because i love fashion yes so as this as they came yes we were like okay then let's join 
and I've been in Cantamount to over uh, 15 years now. Yeah, so as they came, I was like, okay, because since I've been there, no one have been telling us that maybe you should do this or you should do that. Yes. So as they started it last year, yes, it was cool. So this year they told us that yeah, it was going to be large, and it's true too. You can't even see it yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Even what I was wearing is very, it's very, very, very hard, and it will be hardly for you to get it somewhere. Yeah. Yes, it will be hardly for you to get it somewhere. Only in Cantamanto. Yes, we are proud of ourselves. Yes, because at Cantamanto we can do a whole lot of things. Yes, but it seems like no one is joining that, like no one is paying attention to us until they came to us, you see. Yes. Richard Asante is also a designer, a beneficiary of the Bruni Wayway October project. He shared his excitement about the overwhelming patronage the event has received, underscoring the growing appeal of sustainable fashion. This event is helping us a lot. It's actually putting our works out there, letting new people to see what we are doing. Like, we have been in the dark for long, so since Obrono October came last year and this year, it has actually helped us to see more people and uh, people from abroad are looking at our stars, seeing our stars taking pictures, making this go viral so that we can earn some earning from it. Yeah, yeah this, I actually made this, um, it's called Opium Style. Yeah, this style is called opium style. Yeah, that's it. So I actually planned this to make it like this, to wear it myself. Yeah. I just did this uh, this morning. Yeah. Renowned musician one of the Kobolo who graced the event urged the government to play a more active role in supporting initiatives like the Bruno Festival, emphasizing the cultural and economic significance of such endeavors. Super excited. Um, this initiative by the OR is present, this Obroni Way October, is giving opportunity to designers to create the most amazing things they can think of. You know, they facilitate, they support them with funds to go out there to Cantamanto and pick the materials they need to create whatever you know they are dreaming about. And I think it's really amazing. It's it's somehow a pity that it's not something initiated by the government, but we all know our government is focused on other things. And so, here we are. We are come to enjoy um, over a month of hard work by designers, tailors, and different logistical people at the ORS present. And you know, yeah. So we're here to see a show. Yeah. First of all, they are raising awareness that almost 80 percent of the bills that come, the foods of Bruniwewu, are not resellable, and because of the high taxes on the um, the traders at Cantamanto, it's hard to dispose of these things because you have to pay for the baller. Yeah. And you're not making that much money in this economy. So people often leave the bills anyhow, yeah. and the rain pushes it into the drains, and it ends up in the ocean, choking the ocean, choking the life there, spoiling things for fishermen, polluting the toxins that come out of these dyed fabrics and so on, also polluting the water. Yeah. And so... Obroniwe October, the OR is present, and all the designers and everybody that comes around this collective is con- are concerned about the environment and yeah. want us to stop what they call waste colonialism, which is just dumping their baller on us. They yeah. should make sure there's quality control at that side yeah. before materials come so that we can be selling 90, 100% of everything that comes, yeah. you know. 
Additionally, the event provided a golden opportunity for some sellers to make good sales. Um, so I'm Saudi. I run this barbecue stand. It's called Aboki. I'm a subsidiary of Suya Republic. Yeah, um, so the All Foundation has always been um, family. Um, they called to partner on this, so we are on board. And the patronage has been good. Everybody is here showing us plenty love. And, um, the patronage has been good. You can see people coming. Everyone here showing us love. They've seen the stand and um, everyone wants to get a taste. Yeah. In the heart of Rollins Park, a celebration of creativity and sustainability unfolded, proving that fashion knows no boundaries when passion and innovation come together. Maxwell Agbaba for Joy News. So it's the 2023 edition of the Tidal Wave. First time it has actually come into the Accra Township, all the way from 